millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to another Rule the Roost Extra. Um, it's just Jack today. Uh, well, not just me. I am joined by a guest, and that guest happens to be Croatian football writer Juraj Vidolak, who is here to talk to us about Dinamo Zagreb, Tottenham's Tottenham's opponent, if if any of you needed reminding. How are you doing, Juraj? Welcome to the welcome to the show. Hi, I'm doing pretty well. Um, thanks for having me. No, th- thanks uh, thanks for taking the time. We uh I have I have just learned off air actually that Uri is a is actually a fan. He is a professional football writer, obviously, so that comes first. But he is actually a fan of uh, Dinamo's greatest rivals. So this is kind of I was saying it's the equivalent of him asking me to come and speak about Arsenal. But I'm sure I'm sure you'll be able to to shelve the the uh, the fan allegiance for this for a uh, for a uh, for the for the purposes of a professional discussion. I've done it more than a few times, so it shouldn't be a worry. Yeah. It I just mean, goes to show that Dynamo is playing quite quite it, well and much better than Hajduk, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, how? I mean, how are Dynamo getting on, I guess, first and foremost this season? I, I mean, from a quick look, I see they are top of the league. Yeah, yeah. That's where they usually stand for the past 16 years. Um, they've just missed out on one championship in the meantime. It was 2017 when they lost the championship to Rijeka. But now they're once again at the top, although the the title race is still on. Um, they're two points ahead of Osijek, which you know, Osijek has been the surprise of the season. Um, they are two points ahead of Osijek and with a game at hand, so it's probably going to once again go the championship is going to go to their hands, but it's this title race is still on, so to say, and it is quite interesting in Croatia. How big a, an upset would it be if they didn't win it? If it was the kind of the, the guys? Oh, well, it would be quite an upset, and um, especially if they lose it to Osijek. Osijek has never won a championship, and few years back they've been they've, they've been fairly man, managed fairly good results but um, a few years back they were still in a relegation battle and so the if they were to win the championship that would that would be the first championship ever and it would be a huge huge achievement for them so it would be a huge upset both from the perspective that Dinamo would lose the title and Osijek if Osijek won their first title, it would be really, really huge. But as I said, you know, with a game at ha- in hand and two points ahead, I don't think uh, I don't think they they can lose it actually. 
That's what people said about Leicester City, though. <laughs> you right, so you never know. You never know. Yeah, have to wait and see. So I guess just uh, in terms of our our fixture coming up, I think a lot of people will want to know uh, what style of play do Dinamo kind of favour? I mean, their manager, Zoran Mamic, does he have a particular style that he has a go-to? Well, he prefers um, quite aggressive style in, in the midfield. He likes to take the ball... Uh, away from the opponent, but pressing them hard in midfield. So that's kind of a way that I expect them to play against Tottenham because they, under Mamic, they usually prefer that style. Like it's a hard style in the midfield. They want to retain possession. They want to keep the opponent as far away from their from their goal as possible, uh, which I think is a good way to go against teams like Tottenham because if you would drop deep and give the ball away, you just can't really manage against teams like Tottenham. They would just, from the pure volume of the balls in the in their in their box, pumped into their box, so they, they wouldn't manage to hold on to a positive result. So I, I believe that they're gonna um, play that try and play the style against Tottenham as well, keep them away from the goal as possible, especially if the likes of Son, Kane, the others start the game tomorrow. I think faces a one-time huge game. This is sort of, it sort of became normal for them to face the opponents such as uh, Tottenham. They played Man City last season in the Champions League in the group stage where they almost passed through. Uh, they played Arsenal, they won against Arsenal under Zoran Mamic in his first stint uh, as Dynamo coach back in uh, 2016 in Zagreb. So they're not strangers to these kind of matches, I guess. The, the Tottenham can expect the, the, for Dynamo to try to close them down in, in the middle of the pitch and uh, to search for a quick break, to wait for a quick break as well. Uh, so I guess key to this, uh, are there any particular players that we should be keeping an eye on? Um, well, Dynamo has a fairly good spine of the team. They're really used to playing with each other. Players like who are quite experienced at this level, players like uh, Teofil Katrin. He's a centre-back. He came in from Saint-Étienne, actually, so he used to play for QPR as well in England. Um, the the, the, the centre-back duo is uh, him and Lauritsen, uh, who just came into this team this season, but he blended in perfectly. So them, them two, then the, the, the holding midfielder Adami, uh, who was playing against Arsenal back in Zagreb in 2016, and he actually got suspended after that game. He's the one to watch out for as well. Uh, and uh, Bruno Petkovic, the the striker, he actually had an underwhelming season this season, current season, but um, against Krasnodar in the last round of the Europa League, he really reminded everyone on how brilliant he is when he's in the match entirely. He, he likes to drop deep, he likes to uh, win headers and provide space for the the, um, the the flanks the the 
the, the players up on the flanks. He likes to provide space for them. He likes to feed them with the balls. He's like a really versatile, deep so, style striker. So he, if he managed, manages to replicate the game he's had against uh, Krasnodar in the last round, I think he's, big, he's going to be big of a threat. There, is there anybody that you would say that you know might be a kind of Luka Modric to come? Because that's that's obviously one of the uh, one of the links that Tottenham and Dinamo share is a is a yeah, yeah a fellow yeah. admiration, uh, I guess, of having once had Luka Modric on the books. Yeah, but it turns out that that deal between of that Luka Modric deal uh, that saw him move from Dinamo to Tottenham, it's. It's been fairly controversial later on, and Zoran Mamic was included as well. Um, his brother is a fugitive in Bosnia. Zdravko uh, is a fugitive in, in Bosnia because of that deal. They ended up on court in Croatia, and um, the coach himself, Zoran, was sentenced um, for to four years and eleven months in prison because of that deal. One, one of the things of that trial was that deal. Uh, that brought Luka Modric into Tottenham. So it, it is a quite controversial <laughs> deal, <laughs> so this at least to say. Um, but yeah, uh, in terms of the current team and someone similar to Luka, well, a lot of people in Croatia like uh, Lovromayer, it's their attacking midfielder, but he's, the, he's like this technically gifted um, midfielder likes to play behind the striker and likes to also likes to play key passes. Um, but he, in a way, he's really good to watch, especially in the domestic league, where he really um, stands up and you know gives a lot of ball into space, a lot of provides the players with a lot of assists. But on the other hand, he lacks. Um, he sometimes lacks the uh, the, the the defensive play he he um, he fails to track his players so you know he he can be in sort of eye candy to watch but in terms of like the system he can lack some qualities especially on this level but he might be interesting if he starts and um, he he's one of the younger players who are up for you know for the next move as well. Um, uh, they have, uh, unfortunately for Dinamo, Joško Gvardiol, their biggest star, definitely, who already signed a contract with uh, RB Leipzig in Germany. He won't start tomorrow because of the injury, but he's definitely their biggest star. He's the 19-year-old um, centre-back or left-back, depending on where does the coach use him. But he's definitely their biggest star, and he's a big loss because he's already really mature and He's technically really gifted, um, especially for a centre-back. He's like the prototype of a modern centre-back. And that's that's a huge loss for Dinamo ahead of this tie. So you think he's going to be a, a, a name that's going to be cropping up for the next few years as well? Definitely, definitely. I can see him um, in this last interview he gave, he actually uh, openly said that the Leipzig are seeing him as a natural successor to Dioto Pamecano. So um, he can fill that slot really easily already. He, he's really the next big thing, uh, even for the national team as well. 
So, as I said, it's a big loss for Dinamo. He's not in the squad due to the injury. And a big game for Spurs, I guess, by that same token. Um, I, I guess switching the focus onto Spurs, because, I mean, there's maybe a, a slightly ill-conceived idea from a lot of Tottenham fans that we've gotten an easy draw here. Um that when you kind of look at some of the other names potentially in the hat and AC Milan or Manchester United, even one of our kind of domestic uh, rivals, that it's somehow favourable to to draw Dinamo. But as you've said before, they are they're a seasoned European team, um, and there is there is an often uh, I guess a, a, a perception that can override the best judgment of teams like Tottenham and sometimes on a personal level that can see them perhaps not approach a game like this as seriously as they maybe should. I mean, Zora Mamic himself has said this week that he's he's coming to North London to win, that he's not looking to kind of perform any sort of damage limitation here. Um I mean, do, do you think that there could be a, a sting in the tail in this for Tottenham? Oh, well, definitely, um, if they don't approach the game seriously from the start, they could have problems because, you know, if fans in England can remember the, the last season uh, when they played the Champions League um, under... Okay, it was under a different coach, but still the, the core of the team is more or less the same. Just Danny Olmo left for RB Leipzig. But other than that, mostly all of the top players are still here. So they've, they've, they've basically lost their... Um, the, they had everything uh, in a tough, in a tough squad, in, in a tough group. Uh, sorry, um, they had a tough group. They had a group with Man City, uh, with Atalanta and Shakhtar Donetsk. And uh, they basically lost their place in the knockout round of the Champions League just because they spilled uh, a pretty good lead against Shakhtar in Zagreb. They drew 3-0 and that was the game that left them out of the knockout stages. They haven't really embarrassed themselves in any game. Uh, they did lose to um, to Man City uh, with a bigger margin. It was 4-1. Uh, but even in that game, they still were playing uh, in a, on a level that no one would really think that it, it isn't a serious team. Uh, two years prior, they played um, uh, in the Europa League. They went on to the uh, knockout stages where they when Benfica just they won against Benfica in Zagreb, and then they lost in extra time in the return leg. So um, this season, for instance, they only conceded one goal in the group stages, which is a huge achievement. They, it was a group with Ceska Moscow, with Feyenoord, um, with Volsberger, which Dynamo, which Tottenham passed in the previous round as well. So, you know, that's another achievement to uh, pass the group with only one goal conceded. I think it was almost a record. So they definitely should be taken more than seriously. Um, 
this is uh, Dinamo's biggest game of the season, definitely. And um, they have, they feel they can get a result, especially if Tottenham won't be in the game, as considering they have an important game against Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, in between these two, t- two two games with Dynamo, so um, I think they're hoping uh, at Dynamo that Tottenham will be uh, in that game against Arsenal, in that huge game against Arsenal, um, in their heads, at least um, in the first game, and then they could also benefit from the fact that the return leg is in uh, Zagreb. So it all depends. It depends on how Tottenham takes them. I think that they should take them seriously because this is a later stage of the tournament already, and Dinamo has more than a lot of experience with really big European teams. So I think that's quite a warning itself. Yeah, I also think uh, if people, I think English football fans maybe have short memories as well if they're going to underestimate Croatian opponents <laughs> based on the last few years. So, you know, it's probably best we don't, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably best, but... Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, because it, it will be interesting. That's the ultimate thing, because, you know, I'm sure you've seen sort of recently that there's this uh, cycle that seems to have broken slightly with the form of Gareth Bale thankfully that uh, Spurs would tend to go one nil up and just sit back and try and hope to grind out that you know the Mourinho low block as as people are sometimes quite critical of so you know it it sounds as though this could be uh playing into Dinamo's hands if we try to do that type of thing because yeah definitely yeah it seems like they're going to be up for that but uh, could could I, uh, you know, if I if I were to ask you to be a, a betting man to make a to make a prediction, would you would you feel comfortable in saying that Dinamo could upset the odds here, or are you going to go for a Tottenham win? Um, if I I'm in no way a betting man, so but I would say first and foremost that I expect a low scoring game because you know. Dinamo are really sound defensively and they'll wait for their chance, as I said. They'll play aggressively. There'll probably be a lot of uh, bookings. But on the other hand, I don't expect many goals. I expect uh, the usual, like a moment of brilliance from some Tottenham individual. But on the other hand, I really do believe that uh, if Tottenham doesn't doesn't go all in and they don't break if they don't break Dynamo early in the game perhaps with a double blitz or something like that then I think it might be really tough and Dynamo might prove an upset otherwise I think Tottenham are clear clearly favorites in this game because they're a much bigger team they're much more used to playing important games like this but still Dynamo in no way are strangers to these kind of games as well and um, I'd say they're going to use any chance they might get to, to hurt the, uh, to hurt Tottenham well let's uh, let's hope we don't give it to them um, but th- thanks thanks very much for your time Uri and uh, yeah we'll, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens maybe we'll have a chat after the fact next week okay? 
you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.